The following audio content is a talk from Convergence, a service for young adults at University Presbyterian Church in Seattle, Washington. For more information, please visit our website at upc.org forward slash young adults. We are in the series as we're, we're going through before we hit the fall, before life speeds up for us, no matter what we're doing, we want to take a little bit of time to, to have a sense of what is God doing before we start doing so we're, we're gathering around some really basic things that are, are, have been central to faith for thousands of years. And, and we're coming around the table and we're uh, remembering, we're praying this prayer, this prayer that has been uh, prayed across the world and for, uh, again, all generations since the beginning um, of the church. The Lord's Prayer, as we ask for God's kingdom would come, that His kingdom would come, that His will would be done here on earth as it is in heaven. We're hoping to see, we want to see God's work happen. We want to join in with that instead of us trying to work for it. It never works out when we try to work for it or when we try to earn it or anything else. But God, by His grace, invites us into this great adventure with Him as He seeks the restoration of all things. Well, as we've been doing that, I've asked a number of people who are going to play leadership roles within our community to come up and share their heart where, where that particularly lands because that's a huge, huge deal. That's a huge vision. So particular area we all have to find our particular place well this tonight i'm really excited about the folks that are up here because they are an answer to prayer this is one of me i I came here four years ago uh with this mandate to, to to pay attention to this particular time of life 20s and 30s there's a bunch of unique stuff that happens and it's it is a time of life that i love you guys are at an amazing time of life and god is doing amazing things in and through you and calling you to live a life of incredible influence. Whether you get the title that marks you out as for culture uh, to say that you're important or whether you, you seem to be ignored by culture, it doesn't matter. You are called to live a life of influence and impact for the sake of the kingdom, whether it's in your families, in your workplaces, or, or within a local body. Well, I was called to do that, and my heart is to do that, but within the context of a larger congregation. That we have little babies here and we have people who uh, have centennials here. I mean, you can't imagine that. We have people who we celebrate 100 years of life here. I love it that we get to do it in this particular context, but it, it is hard to do. We so often want to pull into our own places and it makes sense on one hand. And yet, how can we begin to foster up what God is doing in and through you and the way that he has made you? There's a new thing that is going on that he wants to call you into, but in such a way that we get to teach the church what is next, to be able to show the church what is next, but also to receive wisdom from those who have gone before us, to, to, to be encouraged, to be sponsored in some ways. And so how do we engage that interaction? Well, one of those things is through one of the, the basic governance structures of the church, and that's in elders and, and deacons. And, and tonight what I love is our elders are the younger ones up here, and then our deacons are actually the ones who... Yes. Elders did not equal age. It has to do with a particular uh, role and structure. So I want to introduce you to some folks. And, and the reason why I'm excited about this is for the first time, we actually have some deacons who are going to, act, who are going to be focusing on helping us engage wider uh, in our community here. Some amazing people that are a huge answer to prayer. One of the things I love is Jen. Some of you know Jen actually came and was, was part of leadership over the year, years. And now 
Jen is actually helping me, guide me as uh, one of the spiritual leaders in our church. And so we're excited to see the way that God has been moving in that. So I want, I'm going to get myself out of the way here because I want you to get to know them and, and hear from them a little bit today. So I'm going to start off by just doing uh, introductions uh, real quick. And I'm going to start here. Uh, our newest elder um, uh, right here. So would you do this? Would you share your name? What drew you to UPC? And then why you wanted to be a, an elder or a deacon? Okay, I can do that. So my name is Eric Severson. Um, I have been going to UPC for maybe about 10 years. I started coming here right uh, kind of early on when I was going to college, and I was going to the inn, and that really, uh, I got involved in some things at the inn and was able to get connected with some of the things that were going on, and that helped me see UPC as uh, a place that I might want to build a home and kind of put down some roots. So after college, uh, I was still in Seattle, and I was thinking about going to grad school, and I was kind of doing some just kind of living life, kind of, fe- kind of feeling things out, and I decided that I really wanted to be able to have a, a home church. So I decided to start putting down roots in this church. I became a member, uh, and then becoming a member, since there are not that many uh, younger people, especially immediately post-college who are members, it kind of ends up uh, you get volunteered for things. So um, you uh, then end up, uh, you could end up being here. Yes, you get called. Right, that's right. Volunteered for, called, you know. Uh, So I find myself here at UPC, and so I've been here about 10 years, and uh, I really enjoy uh, being able to get involved in some of the kind of the bigger things that are going on, some of the uh, the leadership stuff. So as I'm here as a very new elder, I've only done it for a couple of months, and uh, I've just recently been assigned here to Convergence, and I'm pretty excited about the opportunities here. I mean, this is a great group of people, and I'm really excited to see how it is that um, I can work with Convergence to help uh, UPC feel or f- help Convergence feel connected to the bigger body of UPC and help UPC feel uh, connected to Convergence. And I really hope that we um, can continue the work that's been going on here because it looks uh, amazing. So I look forward to getting to know more about what's going on here. Great. Thanks, Eric. I don't love microphones. I am Jen Moore. I came to UPC as a college student and attended the inn, was involved in a core group, and um, went on a couple mission trips and continued my involvement. Then I started getting involved with Tuesday evening worship and then convergence as it changed and was on leadership with um, with the young adult group. And um, part of what is, excites me about being, uh, being an elder is the larger congregation, the behind the scenes, the policies and decision-making and um, just seeing the spirit move and all of that and feeling guided by by God in, in the decisions that the larger church is making. Um, I definitely echo what Erica said about connecting convergence to the larger church and um, just am excited to continue on as an elder with young adults. Good evening. My name is Robert Gaston, and uh, if you really know me well, you call me Robert after my French uh, heritage. <laughs> and I got to know a, a great number of people on a mission trip to New Orleans here last year, and it was a delightful experience for me. I was generations older than everybody in the car, 
but uh, it was uplifting for me in so many ways, and uh, I'm compelled to go back, and I'm going to be inviting some of you folks to join me next year in New Orleans. It isn't an official transaction yet. I've been blessed by our church here, but it's going to happen. God's calling me and you. Um, I, I uh, was first introduced to the church by a friend of mine in 1995, and I knew as soon as I stepped foot in, in this church that this was my new home. It was the magnificent building. It was the stained glass windows. It was the music. It was Earl Palmer preaching. Um, I was so inspired. I just knew that this was home for me. And uh, a friend of mine that I'd known for years and years and years, I thought had everything going for him. He was young. He was good-looking. He raced Porsches like I did. Uh, he owned fast boats. And everything was just grand in his life. And then he got news one day that uh, he had cancer in his entire body, and he had days to live. And Skip was one of my heroes. I looked up to him. I thought he had everything. And he met some people in his crisis, and first thing it was anger, and then it was denial, and then he said, you know, I have to find the core of my life and then my need to be here and what's really most important. And he gave a sermon after he got baptized in his church that his foundation was not solid. And he found the Lord and uh, he gave the most inspiring presentation that it just rocked my soul. And I went to Europe and came back and called Skip and said, gee, Skip, I'd like to share some fun things with you. He never returned the call, and I found out days later, his wife called me back and Skip had passed away. So um, I knew then and there I needed to get connected. There's more to it than stuff. You hear sermons all the time about the stuff. Last week was one of them. The stuff doesn't count. It's your grounding. And so my mission is to share the word as much as I can and serve the Lord, do mission trips, which are so grounding for me. And I would love to share this opportunity with other people here in this group. Um, it will change your life. And I'm here to serve you. And thank you for letting me do that. Amen. Um, I'm Liz Whitney, and I have known um, some of you before you were born. And in spite of what Rory said about being um, 80, um, I really have been here at UPC for almost 30-plus um, years. I, too, um, came to the UW and was involved in um, the inn and college team and um, our core group ministry back then. Um, I've known a lot of your parents. Um, and so, um, you guys, and Aaron's in the audience. I am her parent. And, so let's just get all of that out of the way. Um, I, I love being a part of your fellowship. I have loved knowing you um, in all the stages of your lives, and even to those of you that we've just met um, and gotten to know better through Side by Side. Um, Bob and I have been on a Side by Side team for eight, seven years, seven, nine, I mean forever. And so um, 
it's really a joy um, to be here tonight to say as a deacon, um, you know, uh, Jen and I will have an opportunity to share in a minute, but as a deacon, it's, it's great to be part of the other older church um, and to say, you know, you are the church, and um, it's great to be able to partner with you and see how God will um, just use us to bring about his ministry among us, to bring about hope. So... That's me. Liz, would you start us off tonight? And um, again, I ask each, uh, both Liz and Jan, if they would just share kind of their heart, their prayer, um, especially in the areas of, in their roles of elders or deacon. And would you just start off by telling us a quick explanation? What is a deacon? Um, the, the deacon's role um, as or, is an ordained position within the church to be the caregivers, to take care of the hungry, the homeless, the sick, the widowed. So our role is to really be that connecting, um, that fluidity that happens between you, the church, and resources. We want to um, be people who can support you in prayer, financial resources. Um, we want to be able to bring meals to your home, to sit with you, to cry with you. Um, we have any number of different uh, financial partnerships um, with, within the church and then within the U District that we support and are a part of. So we're, in that sense, um, Katie asked some good questions earlier, we're kind of that that connecting piece um, in terms of the caring ministry. And then Jen and Eric can speak to um, the, I've been an elder too, so I can speak to that too, if that's okay. Um, you know, we're, our part of, as an elder then is to kind of really give direction and vision and we're very much a democratically organized um, community in that in as much as we represent ourselves with representatives and senators, so do the elders represent us as the larger community in our needs and wishes and directions for the church. And collectively, we um, spend an inordinate, um, wonderful amount of time in prayer because all of this has to be led by the Spirit. God has to be central. Um, and so my prayer comes to you um, from um, those of you who are at Side by Side. You know that one of my treasures of the summer was a um, New Testament that was written by um, a professor at the University of Chicago in 1926. So his phrasing is a little bit different. So listen to this prayer. It's Paul's prayer for the Ephesians. For this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven or on earth takes its name, and beg him out of his wealth of glory to strengthen you mightily through his spirit in your inner nature and through your faith to let Christ in his love make his home in your hearts. Your roots must be deep and your foundations strong so that you and all God's people may be strong enough to grasp what breadth, length, height, and depth mean and to understand Christ's love so far beyond our understanding, so that you may be filled with the very fullness of God. To him, by the exertion of his power within us, can do utterly, unutterably more than all we can ask or imagine. Thence be glory through the church and through Christ Jesus, through all generations forever and ever. Um, this is my prayer for all of you. Um, 
and it has been my prayer ever since I was in college. And I had the privilege of being an usher um, downstairs with the great saints of the church. And as an usher, you stand at the back of the church as you seat people and as they worship and you pray. You pray this. You pray that they would find a genuine, honest relationship, the reality of God. And I, I still pray that for, um, for us as a community, that we would be real, that we would be genuine, and that it would be you encountering the Holy Spirit, God the Father, and Jesus Christ, his Son, in the flesh when you come through these doors or when you are a part of a, a fellowship. So if that's, if that's what you're asking, John, that is my prayer, that we would truly understand this amazing love that God has for us and that we wouldn't get in each other's way. Um, I'm a fifth-grade teacher, and I pray almost daily as I drive to school that I wouldn't get in the way of my children's learning. I, w- I want to be there to coach, encourage. I want to be their teacher, but I want Liz Whitney and all my little foibles and irritations to stay out of the way. You'll discover this when you work with lots of kids. That's, this is a good thing, Mr. Johnson, that you let um, the, the spirit flow. And just as this, I want you to experience God um, in his fullness. So that's my prayer for us, for each of you. And my prayer. My prayer is the theme of unity. And I've been a part of this community for a while, and I feel like there's definitely a sense of unity Um, when you get to know people and are able to share your heart and come together. So there's a scripture from Colossians that I'd like to read, Colossians 3, 12 through 17. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you, And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body, you were called to peace. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom. And as you sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with gratitude in your hearts to God. And whatever you do whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So my first thought on unity is that that we can come together with a larger church, that UPC is big. It's definitely a very large church, and there's a lot of different departments. There's a lot of different things going on, and my dream, my prayer is that there is unity amongst that, that there are young adults serving with youth, with the children's ministry, um, involved in all sorts of areas of the church, that um, when you engage with somebody who is different from you in whatever way that is, there's, um, I just picture the body of Christ, that we all have different different parts and different gifts to give in that. Um, and also unity coming together 
so is the larger church, but also out in Seattle, out in the, the larger community. And I know that Convergence has opportunities for that in service nights and getting out. And um, I work for RAISE, Rent and Area Youth and Family Services, and we've received the benefit of that in many different ways through painting and cleaning and um, your hands and feet being at our office and giving back to the Skyway community. And it's an immense blessing that um, continues to give back to that community. That is a prayer of mine, that you are able to get out in this community and give back. There is enormous need out there, and I know that you're aware of that, but there's even more that all of us can become aware of and see and, and serve and give of ourselves. Um, second is, is serving. So not just getting out and serving and feeling like, I'm going to bring God here, but that you are meeting God where God is at. And um, I think from talking with people that have come to um, down in my office on a service night or being with um, other Convergence folks when we're out at Bread of Life serving a meal or identifying or seeing God in a new way when you're out there and knowing that God is alive and working in places that... Um, that we're, we are not at physically, but God is there. And so pushing yourself to be out in a new situation and, and meeting God there and, um, again, discovering the body of Christ and maybe a, a part of that body that you didn't even know was there. The pinky toe may not have a full purpose, but, um, you know, it's kind of interesting if you spend a little time looking at it. So that was not in my notes. Um, give me a microphone, and I don't know what's going to happen. My last thing is that that this would be a place of support. I spoke to John yesterday and I was a little emotional on the phone and felt like, I don't know if I can get up and speak. I have a lot going on in my life personally that is just overwhelming. And, um, and I, my prayer is that this is a place that you can bring that, that you don't have to get up on the microphone and share that, but that this is a place that you can find somebody that you can pray with or, um, find support with and, um, know that you are supported I'm going to read off my notes because I had something good to say here. Um, be a place for support. When you have a lot of junk going on, that's what I wrote down. Ah, that's not the good stuff. Um, it's on the back. Um, <laughs> there's a lot going on. Um, truly that you know that God is in the places that don't make sense, that I can't make sense of my boyfriend's mom having cancer and two months to live. I can't make sense of things going on in my life where I've had to make a difficult decision and the other person doesn't understand and is mad at me and thinks it's personal. I can't make sense of a lot of things in life, but I pray that this is a place that you can bring that, that God is present here with you and um, that you feel growth in, in your spiritual journey. So that's my prayer. I'd like to read again the scripture and close with that so that you can hear it one more time. Colossians three twelve through 17. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you, and over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom, and as you sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with gratitude in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, 
Do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Let's thank these guys. Thanks, you guys. Worship team, come on up. I, I want to encourage you to, to go up and say hi afterwards. As their elders, as, as we're trying to discern direction uh, for us as a whole church, they are our representatives. And so get to know them. Get to know Eric and Jen. And, and I'm excited for the ways that you're going to begin to see uh, Robert and Liz a lot more often, I'm hoping. They, again, they are great resources to uh, the, all the things that the deacons can offer. There's a lot of ways in which the deacons are intimately involved in great caring ministry. So they're not only uh, a, an opportunity for us to reach outside of even the, this group to receive this kind of, that support that Jen was talking about, but also to draw us into opportunities where we can tangibly demonstrate the love of Jesus to our community. So we're looking forward to those opportunities and what will come out of that. Let me pray and we'll continue on. Lord, thanks so much for each of these folks. Lord, thank you for how they're going to lead us to do ministry. That they, They're not the ones that do it, but they're simply going to, there to create opportunities um, that open up uh, chances for us to get involved in something that, you, that you're doing already. Lord, we join you. We don't make this up on our own. And so, Lord, we ask for your blessing on them, that you would lead them, that you would give them wisdom and discernment and, and courage as they uh, lead in different areas and, and seek your will. Lord, uh, may that be very clear to them uh, as they seek to follow you and then so call us uh, in the same direction. Uh, we ask your blessing upon them uh, that they would be a part of releasing what you want to do uh, amongst us. In your name, amen.